Hey guys, I'm Jackie Brubaker, your host of That Girl, the podcast. I'm an author, performer, two-time Emmy Award winner, human relationship specialist, and founder of the wellness website, loveyouevenmore.com. Each week, I bring on inspiring people and experts in their field to have powerful, motivational, and enlightened conversations about relationships, self-development, and how you can live your most authentic life. Follow us for daily updates on myself and the podcast at That Girl the Podcast and at Jackie Brubaker on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and our Patreon page. While you're at it, make sure to check out my new wellness website, loveyouevenmore.com. If you're wanting to dig into developing more self-worth, be healthier about relationships, and learn how to date smarter, go to loveyouevenmore.com and follow us on Instagram at loveyouevenmore. Welcome, Sherry Ruane, to That Girl, the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Sherry is the founder of an app called Black Book. It is all about finding matches on different dating apps and then organizing them for the type A's out there who need their organization, and that's me. We're going to get <laughs> all into what the app is like, but how she came up with it and founded it and all of the good stuff with that, but also just how it can help you in your everyday life. So welcome, Sherry. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Yay. So let's dive in to who you are. I always like to let my guests introduce themselves because you guys do a much better job than I can. And you know who (laughs) you are more than I do. So (laughs) please let us let everyone know who you are and what you do. Sure. So um, I, my name is Sherry, and I actually am a park designer. I design parks um, up and down the East Coast and have a few in Texas, but I was trained as a landscape architect. And um, in addition to that, I play hockey and I row and I donated my kidney to a stranger. I have two wow. teenagers. Um, so she's a do-gooder. Which, she's a do-gooder yeah. here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, over... I'm always up for a challenge and I always love, you know, I think I love problem solving. And so all of that, I think, has sort of led me to um, creating this app. Yeah. So then are you, so the app is, tell us what the app is exactly. So everyone has an idea. Sure. So it is an app that tracks your matches no matter where you met. And that what I was hearing from people was, you know, oh, I'm on three or four different apps. It's so hard to keep track. You only chat with people on the app for so long. Yeah. And then you move to WhatsApp or Snapchat. And then you chat there. And then when you start actually hanging out, you're on text. Click so if many you do, if you, yeah. if you hang out. <laughs> yeah, right. If, if you get there, right. Right. Um, so it's really like a dating dashboard. Um, and the more that people used it, the more they started to say, you know, this could be used for more than just dating app matches. Anytime you're entering into your life uh, where you're going to be with a group of new people, new job, new educate, you know, new, yeah. new master's program, new moms, new dads, new dog, you know, there's a that. whole mess of people, <laughs> right? It's like, and keeping them all straight can be a challenge. That's so interesting. Yes, no, it is. Especially, um, I'm just thinking of when you go to like you know networking events of any kind or, or conferences. Oh my gosh, you go to a conference and you're like, right. who are all of these people? I 
started this when I was really young. Whenever I would make a business card, I put my picture on it. And I know it might seem cheesy, but honestly, it's helpful because people are like, oh, I remember her. Or maybe I don't, but there's a picture of someone. (laughs) She looks nice. (laughs) Right, right. So yeah, it is. It's helpful to have a name and a face and then a category. And so is that kind of what it's like on the app? Like kind of walk me through what that looks like. Sure. So uh, when you set up a profile... The first thing that the app will prompt you to do is actually save a screenshot of the dating app profile because that actually has a lot of information on it, right? Whatever that person is putting out there, whatever they claim their name to be, (laughs) (laughs) probably, probably their best photo, maybe it's their age, who's to say, but that gets input. And then you can put in more details, um, frankly, as you learn them. And the the point of BlackBook is that as you start to chat with people, you learn things that are not on their dating profile. So, you know, people are like, well, why would I need to put it into BlackBook? Like, well, it's not on the dating profile is the point. And if you want to really be engaged with somebody and you want to pay attention, this is a way to do that. And the reason that this app came about (laughs) is that maybe, maybe, um, I had a few awkward situations where I would be like, hey, so, um, you know, texting away, like, remind me what you do again. And they're like, yeah, for the third time, I'm a dentist. And I'm like, oh, right. No, I knew that. Uh, yeah. Alex is the dentist and Casey was the doctor. You know, it, it can be hard. And this isn't for everybody, but if you're on more than one app, and you're talking to one or two people on each of those apps. Yeah. I don't know. I So I started writing stuff down in a journal. Um, and then I was chatting with some friends of mine and said, you know, it's crazy that there's no app for this. And then they said, well, Sherry, if anyone would do it, it should be you. And so um, I looked into it and thought, well, what does it take to make a mobile app? You know, I'm not a software yeah. developer or anything. And so right. that was a whole deep dive into what does that even mean? What's it going to take? And then I figured, um, you know, it was during the pandemic. And so it's not like there was a lot of other outlets <laughs> <Options>. for, <laughs> <laughs> for creativity and interaction. And so, um, yeah, I just took the, took the leap. I love that you did that. I love that you're a female founder of an app and you're not even from tech just because that's rare and it's scary. Like, were you just so intimidated by the tech? Cause I would be. Yes. And I think one of the things that I kept bumping up against was I don't know what I don't know. So I have an idea about what I want this thing to look like. And I, as a landscape architect, I use a lot of graphic programs, you know, Photoshop and all those other things. And so I can create what I want it to look like, which is helpful and basically share that. But I don't know what goes into it. I don't know how long it's supposed to take. And, you know, so actually one of the things, um, this is sort of a funny side note, is that a lot of people are like, well, how did you even pay for it? And I actually, I'm a little bit vain, I'll admit it. And I fully plan on getting a facelift at some point in my life. Oh, girl, you don't even need one. Oh, my God. But at some point, I'm projecting I will. And so better to start saving now, right? And so a few years ago, I started saving and my kids laughed because we called it the facelift fund. Like (laughs) I'd get a bonus. I'm like, ooh, half of this is going in the facelift fund. So when 
this opportunity came up, I said, you know what? I'm just going to use the facelift fund to which my kids rejoiced. They do not want me to get a facelift, but give it five or 10 years. Right. Um, so I said, all right, well, let me use this sort of money that I've been saving. Um, and I interviewed some folks. I talked to some people and my co-parent is a software developer and he sort of gave me some insights and he doesn't do mobile apps, but it, it was helpful. Yeah. Um, then I just took the plunge. I um, had a good feeling about this one group and they were sort of in the middle between really, really cheap, like suspiciously cheap <laughs> and really, really expensive. Like uh, I'm not, you know, this isn't supposed to be like the balancing the national debt budget here. You know, some of the quotes that I got were like, that'll be $30,000. Oh my so gosh. I landed on a group and um, yeah, and started meeting with them regularly. Um, and there are definitely times where I'm like, I'm not, is it, is it supposed to take this long or is it supposed to be this complicated? And right. there's a lot of resources for founders, especially non-tech founders to reach out and just get some advice. And so I have a, a good little network of people that I can message and be like, Hey, I want this to go live in the EU. I'm hearing it's really hard. How hard can it be? <laughs> then, I can, <laughs> then I can get the details. Oh gosh, that's so helpful. I'm such a huge advocate for making groups and getting, you know, alliances so that you're not swimming in the huge ocean with all the sharks by yourself. And you're like, I don't know, is this right? Um, right. Cause yeah, you don't know what you don't know. And that's so hard and frustrating. And do you think that that's what keeps people from moving forward or even beginning something like starting an app? I think that absolutely. I mean, it's, it is scary. And I've really had to go into this with the, you know, what's the worst that could happen? It's like, well, I've, I lose all my money, right? Yeah. That's, that would be the worst. Um, okay. But really, how bad is it? And I think what I kept reminding myself was, sure, nobody wants to lose money. Um, but at the same time, the journey and the experience and the learning and the people that I've been interacting with, it's been incredible. So, you know, it's basically like one pretty darn good family vacation is how I've sort of estimated it. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? It's, it's been an amazing experience. Um, the app went live in October of 2021, so it hasn't even been a full year yet. Yeah. And just the interactions I've had, the things that I've learned, the observations I've made, um, just even about myself and my risk assessing, you know, it's <laughs> fascinating. Um, so it's been great. Uh, who knows where it heads? It's, it's sort of just in its infancy right now. Uh, but it's so far, it's been a pretty great experience. I mean, I'm so proud of you and it's so exciting and it is scary. I mean, I don't, I don't know about you, but I'm more of like a calculated risk taker, but I think that the pandemic changed a lot of us calculated risk takers and we're like, Mm -hmm. well, I never thought like, oh, we might all die. Like that never right. came through my mind. But like, it was more just like, I've, I say this on so many different podcasts because it was such an amazing epiphany where I felt like I got to just relax and I kind of got a chance to breathe for the first time and was like, oh, what do I actually want to do? Exactly. Not what I'm doing. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And a lot of people got busy, namely you as well. So, Okay. So let's let's hypothesize someone out there who is wanting to start either an app or a business or be in tech mm-hmm. as a woman because mm-hmm. again there's so few of us I'm not in tech but women 
doing that. Right. Um, what was one of the first things you did? Let's pretend she has no connections to like Silicon Valley or tech or any, and right. she's like, doesn't know anything from anything. She just has a great idea. What right. would you suggest? So um, the first thing I did was take a pretty deep dive into researching. Has this idea been done before? Because I think to myself, like, yes. I don't know, it's pretty obvious, right? This it's clear, And I really was convinced. I'm like, somebody's already done this. And so I scoured the internet to the best of my ability. I actually found some pretty funny things. One was, you know, there's Salesforce Automation and Client Relationship Manager or CRM software. And one of them is Salesforce. And they did like an April Fool's joke where they were like, the latest module of Salesforce is your dating CRM. And they actually like described exactly what I was doing. (laughs) At the bottom, they said, April Fool's. And I was like, no, I actually think that's a good idea. And like, I refused fools to you. <laughs> right, right. So I, you know, dug around. I couldn't find any product that was doing exactly what I was doing. So then I thought, okay, it's either brilliant or really stupid. I don't know the answer yet, but I'm willing to find out. So right. why don't we just start? Um, and so my, and again, the, the journey continues. I actually have a summer intern for BlackBook, which is very exciting. Very um, and exciting. she's been helping me develop social media, um, you know, presence and other things. But I would say that actually social media, um, LinkedIn, et cetera, are amazing resources yeah. because you can actually connect with people in a way that you sort of get a feel for them, even just on their LinkedIn profile or on their TikTok channel, whatever it is, their YouTube channel, you can sort of get a feel. And most people I've found genuinely want to help other people. Mm -hmm. If you reach, you know, reach out and say, hey, here's my story. I'm looking for 20 minutes. Could you chat with me? Mm -hmm. Honestly, every time I've had that conversation, it's gone for 45 minutes or an hour. And people are like, this is what I would focus on. These are things to keep in mind. And you get these Mm -hmm. little bits of information and then sort of assemble enough. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm sort of willing to strike out boldly, maybe a little early. <laughs> My parents always made that observation about me. <laughs> they were like, mm, maybe a little aggressive. But what I'm finding is in general, the resources are there. And so between your own personal network and even just chatting with friends and family, you'd be shocked if you were to say, I'm thinking about making a mobile app. I guarantee you, if, if you've told 10 friends that, one of them will say, oh, you should talk to dot, dot, dot. And then all of a sudden, you're in a new conversation, and they have a new network of people. So the, you know, sort of the exponential impact is right. significant. Oh, that's, I, seriously, that is such a great idea. I mean, just even composing an email and putting like 10 people on it and be like, hey, right. do you know... And then see what happens. I mean, it takes like five seconds to respond to an email. If you know someone, you'd be like, oh, here's a share a contact. Done. That's right. Oh, that's brilliant. For the most part, people do love to talk about what they know. You know, that, you know, it's easy to engender goodwill by asking purely curious, genuinely, you know, curious questions about, so what about this? And what about that? And you'd be amazed. And there's also a bunch of, organizations out there that are were created to support founders and they have 
startup school and they have, you know, co-founder speed dating. And so there's, you know, five minute chats with other potential co-founders. And so there's a lot of resources to tap into. It is absolutely overwhelming. But I think that um, once you've got the idea crystallized and you can explain it to somebody in a way that they're like, oh, I get it, Mm -hmm. then you're ready to at least start having the conversations. And I'll, I'll add one more thing, which is sort of like the hard truth, right? For the most part, your friends and family love you and they want <laughs> to tell you that your idea is great. And mm-hmm. they will. 99% of the time, they're going to tell you that it's mm-hmm. great. So I would offer that if people are considering launching an idea, there's this awesome book. It's called The Mom Test. And essentially, it allows you to test an idea and really get the truth because your mom is never going to tell you the truth. She loves you. Yeah, brilliant idea, honey. You should right. do it. You know, would you pay $10 for this? Absolutely. All of that is complete bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so true. It's really interesting when you read about the questions to ask people to get the truth about your idea. And it's hard, but rejection of the idea is actually really important information because it allows you to either pivot or have an answer for it or refine it in a way that, you know, when I said to friends, like, isn't this a great idea? The answer is going to be yes. They're not going to say no. Right. Right. So that's another, I think, cautionary tale is that um, while certainly people are using the app, um, I have about 600 downloads, which feels really good. But then when you like dig into it, it's like, okay, I really have about a hundred active users, you know? And so it's like, okay, a hundred people in however many months, it's a little hard to swallow, but it's useful information. Yeah. So then you can start to really focus in on who really is my audience, you know, and realize it's not 22 year olds. Maybe it's divorced over 40 year olds. Mm -hmm. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's who really wants to connect with their um, matches frankly, who are busy, probably have kids or single parenting, don't have time to keep track of this stuff. So all of that starts to crystallize the the deeper that you get as well. Absolutely. I mean, just like listening to what it is, but also the name, like Black Book, for some reason, just reminds me of BlackBerry immediately. And like, I'm from the Black... Like I'm from the BlackBerry generation where like that was like our first or so phone, not like our first phone, but like our first smartphone, right? Sure, sure. (laughs) And so when I think about it, I think, oh, organizational kind of feeling. And that makes sense for like our generation. That makes sense. But like, yeah, younger generations, like, I don't care. I'm just like meeting people and whatever. But like, yeah, we're busy. We've got lives. I mean, I'm a, I'm a... (laughs) I don't like to go on dating apps at all ever, but when I do, I'm always like on for like two weeks tops. I'm like, okay, this is as much as I can take. And I never refer to people as like their name, unless I really like them, which never happens. But like, you're right, like dentist guy or doctor guy or like whatever. There's like something guy that, yeah, you need an app to actually organize, but it is that demo. Like finding your demo is so important in building your business but also just not listening to your mom or your best friends all the time. Right. Delicate balance, <laughs> delicate balance. And I'll say this too, yeah. to your point about being on the apps for two weeks or three weeks. That's a very common um, story oh. that I hear. And so people will say, <laughs> you know, yes, I'd like to get myself back out there right now. The apps are the best way to do it. They'll get on two apps. They'll chat 
And this is where Black Book is perfect. If you've made two or three connections in that two weeks and they're in Black Book, you can get off the app. You don't need it to communicate anymore. You know, now you have their Snapchat handle and their whatever. um, And you don't need to be back on the app. And you have enough information. Like my address book for a while when I was really actively dating a few years ago would be like Alex Tinder. Um, you know, Heather, yeah. Lex, it was like all these yeah. people and the app I met them on was their last name. <laughs> so right. it would be like, you know, the T's in my address book were out of control. It was like Tinder, 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 Tinder. <laughs> I feel like, and then when they write you a couple months later, it's like, oh, wait a minute, Jacqueline from Lex, I don't, like, what were we even talking about? Oh, yeah. But had I had this, I could just hop back in, look at the profile and be like, okay, now I remember. Also, don't want to talk to her. <laughs> now I remember why we stopped talking. That, so you can use this app, not just for dating apps. You can just use it as a really great address book almost. Yeah. So that's exactly right. It's like an address book on steroids. So it wow. allows you to save photos. It allows you to favorite people so they can be at the top of your um, you know, your dashboard. Yeah. Um, it allows you, I'm adding some functionality that will allow you to, um, you know, sort of back burner people so that they're, yeah. they always go to the bottom of the list. Um, <laughs> but yes, this could be what I've been calling a personal content t- contact manager instead of a client or customer. It's yeah. a personal content manager. And it's like, you can... So you start a new job, you meet 10 new people, or you go to a networking event. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is look that person up on LinkedIn, right? Take a screenshot, save it, and then put what you learned at that networking event. Because those little nuggets are not on LinkedIn. It mm-hmm. doesn't say that she has a dog and three kids on LinkedIn. But now you know that. Yeah. And the next time you go to reach out, hey, how are your three kids? You told me Charlie was applying to school. Where did yeah. he end up going? Like, that's Ooh, gold. That, that is gold. Right? Oh, people and that's not on LinkedIn. That. If yeah. someone was like, how are your cats? I'd be like, oh, okay, we can talk. <laughs> yes. Like you remember like an yeah. important thing I told you. Yeah. Uh, so that oh. can be a differentiator. You know, what's so interesting. And what I really like about you is that you're diving into the tech world, but you are coming from such an intuitive and personal place where you're really thinking about humans and that. I think could be different than some tech people who aren't really thinking about humans. Funny that you say that because as a landscape architect, we would always say this in design school is that the structural engineer is designing for the, the load, right? The civil engineer is designing for the drop of water or the car. The geotechnical engineer is designing for the, the ton of soil, but the landscape architect is designing for the person. And so you have to be person first in your design solution. And that could have completely informed how I like come to this place. It's like, what is the personal experience here? And how do you stay engaged in an authentic way um, that isn't taking up a ton of your own personal bandwidth? And I feel like that's where this comes from. I love that. Okay. So like moving forward for the hypothetical person who is like trying to start an app, what happens when it starts to get really hard and they're like, I want to give up? Because that happens to everyone multiple times, by the way, kids, when you're starting a business and just running a business, (laughs) it can be going for years. You're like, I'm going to quit. We're done. 100%. 
And, you know, there's something to be said here. It's like the worst thing that a startup could have is false hope. You know, like you don't want to just be chasing something. And that's where the mom test, frankly, comes in. Um, But maybe the second worst thing is that you lose your why. You forget why you started this thing or you forget what brought you to the table in the first place. Mm -hmm. And I actually have like written down in a couple of places, like what is possible if I do this and be all in? What is possible there? Now, like dream scenario, you know, one in a million scenario is like, you know, Bumble buys the app and they integrate it into their dating app and it's great. Amazing. Yeah. Right. Uh, middle of the road. It's like the app actually, cause it's a free app. Um, I start to figure out a, a way to monetize it. that does not involve ads and does not involve selling data. And that's another thing to be clear. I'm not selling any data yeah. um, at all. It's all very private and maintained by you. Um, but find a way to monetize that isn't slimy or annoying. Um, and at least then it starts paying for itself. That's a super great outcome. Um, but like zero, if it's a zero sum game or a negative sum game in my case, where it's become a slightly expensive hobby, um, I think you really have to ask yourself, like, why are you still doing it? Or why did you start? And what is possible here? And I, I go back to that, Um, you know, the journey is everything and the end is really not that it's not, you know, that's a great moment, but Mm -hmm. what happens along the journey is really life. So the experiences that this has provided me and the um, new learning and as somebody I'm 49 and as you get towards midlife, you know, (laughs) it feels like you've sort of like learned it all. Right. And I love my job. I'm good at it, but not learning too much new stuff. Yeah. So this like came on the scene and became this wealth of opportunity to learn and meet new people. And um, that has been a gift, frankly. And so when it gets hard, you got to just quiet the noise, right? Find some space and be like, okay, really, why am I doing this? And typically that renews the energy because it takes energy and it takes grit And it takes resilience to be able to keep showing up even after somebody has told you, I don't know, it's sort of a stupid idea. I can't imagine ever paying for this. And you're like, okay, thanks so much. (laughs) I'm going to go cry in the corner and then I'll be back. (laughs) I just need a moment. Just a moment. (laughs) Um, It does take something to keep bringing it back. Yeah. I um, have so been in that position a couple of different times in my life where you're just like, how do you know when to throw the towel in or when to keep going? And I think knowing your why, and also I feel like, especially women, we're so intuitive that there will come a point where sometimes it's just a very kind of gentle knowing that it's like, this is done. I don't care as much. I think it's the caring part when you're like, I just don't want to work at this as much anymore. I'm just kind of done and not in like a, I mean, maybe you feel defeated, but maybe you don't. Maybe you're just like, I've done this long enough. Right. um, And it just feels completed. Yeah. It served its purpose, right? Right. Like it, it brought me, it came into my life. It has brought me what it was supposed to bring me Mm -hmm. and it's time to move on. And there, you should be unapologetic about arriving at that moment Mm -hmm. because I do also think that with time, comes clarity. 
So if you're in this moment where you're like, I don't know what to do, I, I'm all confused, give it a little time. Yeah. It really does start to sort itself out. Yeah. And ask for signs and help. And I'm yeah. always asking my guides and my angels and all my ancestors, yes. hey, <laughs> right. please help me now. <laughs> like, That's right. That's I right. mean, Oh my God. I'm in, I'm so deep in the thick of it. Like I'm, I feel like I'm just learning to be a doctor right now. I'm, I'm learning to be a psychologist, but it just feels like med school to be honest. And I'm calling on all of my old, like all of my ancestors of doctors and scientists. Yes. And I'm like, I need your brains to come through mine to make me work. <laughs> um, what I think is really interesting. I've had this conversation. I need to just do a podcast on it, but I have been having this conversation with a lot of my friends. We're all like 40, like early 40s. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us are changing our careers. It's like, let's yes. just completely start again. And it's this beautiful second life. You know, it's the second half. We're like, cool, I did that for 20 years. And now I'm done. I don't want to yeah. do that anymore. And again, the pandemic was a real nice push. But I think that there's something so beautiful in like what you were saying in just like learning something new and having it be, it's scary and it's frustrating and it's scary again and it's fun and it's all the things, but it is so worth it. And the journey to me, like just when I was listening to you, the journey doesn't always have an endpoint. I feel like there are multiple endpoints on the path. You know, it's just how long do you take the path for and then again, as we talked about, just, you know, knowing is this the end of the road or is this, you know, going still, whatever, but. Right. And, or does it need to pivot? That's another yeah. thing that, you know, is possible is that, yes, you started off with this idea in your head, but mm-hmm. as this has evolved, it's become clear that actually the end game is very different or the, you know, the journey, the path has, has diverged. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay too. Trusting in the process and sort of continuing to follow your your bliss and what's bringing yeah. you joy is is a legitimate you know <laughs> a legitimate course there. Yeah. And I think people who have this idea get a little bit hung up like I had this idea, I really need to see this idea through, but if the universe is telling you that it's time to make a change, make the change. Oh um, my gosh, yes. Yeah. I mean, the worst thing you can do is dig your feet in and be like, no, I'm going to make it work. I'm just thinking of someone in my life right now who does that. And I'm just like, no, that is not it. Like go with that flow. Like maybe it's disappointing, but it always, 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 always leads you where you're supposed to go. That's Absolutely. Every single time. Like that's the wonderful thing about getting older and not even that old, but you could just look back a year or two years and be like, wow look at that path. I did not see that coming. And I'm so glad that I went with it because now I'm here. Right. Exactly. No, I completely and totally agree. Uh, Well, this has been so much fun and I'm so excited about Black Book. Tell everyone how they can find you and find the app. Sure. Thank you. So the website, of course, the blackbook.com was taken. So it's (laughs) blckbkappapp.com. And on there, you can find all the information about the app, all the social media feeds, the um, App Store link and Google Play link to get it. Um, So yeah, it's www.blckbkapp.com. And I would love folks to try it. There's a contact me, um, you know, field at the bottom. So if you've tried it and you're like, wow, I really wish it did this, 
tell me. I'm here for the good, the bad, and the ugly, and I'm interested in making it as great as it can be. I love it. I love how open you are. You're just like, yeah, I'm here. Just let yeah, me know. Bring it on. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll deal with it. Whatever comes my way, I'll deal with it. Oh, well, it's been so lovely getting to know you. All of that will be in the show notes. You guys can just click on the links. It'll be super easy. But thank you so much. This has been awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate the time. I was very compelled to reach out to you and connect with you because I had heard a few of your other guests. And I was like, I got to get in touch with her. You were one of the people that I was like, that's somebody I need to reach out to. (laughs) Oh, I love to hear that. Yay. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Remember, sharing is caring. Make sure to rate the podcast and leave a review. We really rely on this to help get the podcast out there. Also, make sure to watch the video version on YouTube at That Girl the Podcast.